Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. And this is Rahul Reddy. Today is December 19. The time is about 11.30 a.m. Reddy and PC has been conducting Zoom out conference call for the past 11 years. <clears throat> if you can, please try to fill the Google sheet out. Thank you. Nishant? Yes. Yes, go ahead, Nishant. Yeah, so, yeah, I have a quick question. So, you have transferred your H-1B to a new employer. They filed in July last week. I've changed that to premium processing. And I traveled to India. What what they filed? H-1B transfer is right. Yeah. H-1B uh, and H-1B. when is your H-1? When is your stamping expiring? So my stamping is expiring in September 2024. I would recommend to get the premium processing, get the approval, and then travel. Okay. So do I need to have a stamping again? No, you don't need. You said you have stamping until September 2024. Yeah, so but you don't but, need but a stamping stamp, again. You can come with the old stamping. Yeah, the, the the stamping is with the previous employer. That's fine. That's fine. You still don't need stamping, sir. You have to oh. show the stamping of the old employer and you have to show this H-1B of the new employer and then can come into the United States. Okay? Okay. Because I have an urgency where uh, shall, I, shall I travel or not because my father is ill. So... That's so you can I... you can still convert into H1B in premium processing and yes, I did and, I did and then travel. I did I did okay, change then, it. then you can you can travel. My only problem right now is what if the H1B doesn't get approved? That's the only problem that I have. Then you cannot come so, back. Okay, so if, if there is an RFE or anything, some right might be a problem, correct? That might be a problem. Otherwise, it's not a problem. Next person. Oh okay. Okay, because I have filed, like they started on last Friday, my premium processing. I mean, the package received okay. date, that is 15th. So what is the proximity? Uh, will they, can I get a state? 10 days. 10 days. Next person, please. Sagar. Uh, yeah. Hi, Rahul. Uh, my question is related to My courier to is related to I-140 approval. I have an H-1B visa and my initial operation company, A, was revoked by USA for multiple reasons. I'm with company. Can I get permanent I-140 approved? Can I use I-140 with future extensions? So the, if the H-1B, initial H-1B gets gets revoked though, all your subsequent H-1Bs will get revoked. Okay. Do you see my point? Yeah, yeah. So you, you have to consult a lawyer for plan B because... What they will argue is that since the first H-1B is a fraudulent H-1B, all subsequent mm-hmm. H-1Bs counted the first H-1B though. 
So if you are not okay. counted towards the first H1B, you should not have been counted to the next H1Bs. Okay. Okay. So you have so to consult I, the lawyer to have a plan B. If I process I-140, will I get an approval? No, sir. I-140 has nothing to do with that. You don't go okay. with the rule of LBW and say that LBW in cricket, cricket rules, uh, sorry, LBW in the football, football rules are different. Okay. I-140 is different. H-1B is different. We're speaking about H-1B. The question is that they won't give you H-1B extension because your first H-1B has been revoked for fraud. Mm -hmm. Was it revoked? Was was it revoked for fraud? Multiple filings, is it right? What was it revoked? Yes, it's it's multiple registrations. Multiple registrations is a fraud. So they may even leak you in fraud. You need to escape from Nama. If they do, then you can never come back into the United States. Next, and they're doing it very frequently now. Next person, please. Ravi. Hi. Yeah. Um, so again, uh, my question is uh, with about expired the... stamping of H1B. Can I go to Dubai for stamping and get it done? What is the risk in it? I see Dubai has, has having less time. You technically can go to Dubai if they allow the third country nationals. But my suggestion, Praveen, to go to Dubai for Indians, especially those living in United States, is a suicide attempt. I would not do that. Sure. Thank you. Okay. Yep. Next person, please. Harish. Harish. Hi. Hi, Harish. Hi, so you have an EB three four eight five approved. No, you don't have a four eight five approval. I think you it's have pending. The I pending. Currently, yes. you're an EAD and AB approved uh, through June twenty five. Date is May to the. Can I change the employer? If so, just EAD and AP need to be reapplied. I need to start. No, you don't need to restart the process. Only EAD and AP. If the employer applies for EB one, can I use the same four eight five and priority? Absolutely, you can. Can I leave the current employer and start a new business? Can I be unemployed on EAD? You can. You must have a main job, Harish. On the side, you can have. On the side, you can have another business. Can you be unemployed and EADAP if you are the primary applicant? You should not. What are the options of starting business? Uh, you can start the business definitely, um, but it should be on the side though. It can't be the primary but business. You, like I can. Can I not leave my company you, and start my own company? Technically, you can, but you have to meet a lot of requirements that your profession should still be the same. So normally, if you run a business, though, you'll have to do accounting. You have to be CEO of the company. You need to clean the tables and you have to do a lot of other things, which you normally don't do as a professional, though. So they may say that you are violating the law because you're not in the same profession because you're operating a business and stuff. Being in a professional, no, for a you know, you can always say that as a lawyer or certain things, it's easy. I do only law law job. I don't do much management thing and all those things. But those are the arguments we can make, though, as an owner of the company. I would suggest you stay away from it until you get the green card. On the okay, side, you uh, even if it is in the same field, even if the new company can, is in the same can, field, I should. Mm -hmm. Can you? Are you married? Yes. Have your wife start the company and you work for the company. That will be easy. Let her do the management work. You do the technical work. So there is no problem like that. And she's not even working right now. She can. She has a... um, okay. It's not. It, there are some risks associated with it. You need to discuss with a lawyer on that, though. I mean, it's we have done successfully every time when we explain that self-employment is allowed and wife can employ the husband. 
but you have to make an argument though some people they don't like to make an argument they just want to win the cases though because when you go to I mean, argument, what do I do most of the time you will win mm-hmm. so so let's say my ead is valid through june 2025 what do i even do to continue to renew ead do i file ead extension you just file you just file a renewal you get the renewal automatically they don't ask anything even if i'm not employed or employed by someone yeah else. but if if mm-hmm. if you're not employed your green card will be cancelled harish you need to understand that yeah i mean i'll, I'll i mean i understand i took, have to keep the status and my status ead right my only question mm-hmm. is like i have to renew it and what is the basis of my renewal if i leave my current job they don't care all they care is okay. whether you're correct by spending or not they don't look into your employment they don't look into anything but if you're intending to change the employer that's fine if you're intending to have a self employment or side business i would strongly recommend you consult a lawyer next person please nikhil yes i post my question on the chat you have converted from h1b during this period so my old employer is willing to file h1b or do i need to file it in premium or can i file no you have to file in premium a premium only okay okay because i know that we i cannot work until it's approved so my next question would be like if i file it in regular and if it goes beyond my i94 uh, expiration date can i you still can like stay in the united states i, I know i cannot work united states but you can you cannot work but you can stay but what's the purpose though for filing a h1b when you're not going to work for the company okay i understand no because the mic i am contemplating because i have another employer for full time who's just taking some time for interview process so i thought instead of paying money for premium i can just wait out few more weeks in the regular processing no, by the then, time i clear then they then they may ask for the h1b approval of company a to get a h1b a, com- okay. with the company b yeah okay and they may ask the pay stubs okay. also for it next okay. person please. i understand thank you faster Yes, Rahul. My question is, uh, uh, my case is. Twenty one. You have some documents under re- relocation. What is relocation? Sir, revocation, not relocation. Revocation. Yeah, ah, revocation. Then, yeah. Was it was there multiple filings of H one B? No, no. It is a one file only. Is it an in house project? Yes, yes. That's a fraud. In house okay. project is a fraud. Mm-hmm. So, so what what are you? Yeah, they could revoke it. Okay, so what is this? Your first H one B? Is this your first H one B? Yes, yes. How much you paid for this guy? Uh, I'm not. I'm not paying much that for the room. I paid, I think, uh, two lakhs only. Yeah, collect the money from that guy. Send okay. something called WH four form. Collect the money. The H one B. This is a normal thing. They take the money and they escape. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what you do is that um i want you to fill a form out collect uh, collect the money and after collecting the money complain against the company too okay 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 sure okay. so that they don't do anything with anybody else okay oh yeah thank you and this is a form you need to send it to him collect the money next person please okay sure sure ashish hi rahul yeah yes go ahead my Good question day. is regarding hello can you yes, hear me yes go ahead yeah, yeah so my question is regarding my um, current status so i am on grace period from uh, december 1st 
So I wanted to know mm -hmm. if I can change the status to uh, B1B2. So I already have that visa also. Um, so if I do uh, that, wait. so how? Yeah. You you have a B1B stamped in the passport? Is that what you're telling? Yes. No, you still need to file an I-539 application though. If you want to convert into B2, the best way to convert is you go, get outside the country and come back. That's not a good idea. Just convert into B2 visa though. You can apply for okay. a change of status for B2, okay? Okay, got it. And once I change that status to B2, uh, can I still stay in US and keep on applying and interviewing for the jobs? Uh, absolutely, you can. Okay, and once I have to, again, once I secure a job, uh, so will employer be filing my change of status back to H1 or is this something yes, I will be doing it? The company has to do it. Company has to do it, yeah. And is there any complications while doing that? Uh, any zero? That I have to be zero. Zip. Okay, zero zip, zero zip. The only thing is, is that uh, okay? The only thing is that uh, uh, the only thing that you need at the time would be that you'll have to wait until the H one B is approved. You can't just work on filing the H one B. Okay. Okay. Got it. Thank you. Okay. Next person, please. Raghu. Hi, Raghu. Hi. <clears throat> thank you. Thank you for the call, Raghu. On H4 uh, EAD, you can do freelance yeah. job. No basic requirement. Zero. Zip. None. Nothing exists. You can do 100 jobs. You can do 200 jobs. You can sit at home. You can do nothing. You can be a lawyer. You can be a doctor. Whatever <laughs> you want. Yeah. Yeah, Raghu. Uh, Raghu, I have one more thing against that also. So, we can for the freelancing job, there won't be any employer, right? So, uh, if if I okay. if I'm in the H4 EAD, so what is the legal requirement I need to take care? I have SSN. Nothing, nothing. You can employ so, by yourself. You just have so to pay they, taxes. They, you have to speak with an accountant about it. That's it. Oh, they they can they can credit the salary or uh, they are telling uh, daily they can credit the salary to my bank account. So they can do directly to my bank bank account. Yeah, and then, then you have to show that to the IRS. Oh, I got to pay at the end of the year. End of the year, some tax, right? I, no, and so I, can I would say end of the year, beginning of the year. For taxes, please contact the CBA. I'm not the proper person for it. Okay, and I can do more than one freelancing job also, right? 10 jobs like like that also, right? I said 15 jobs you can do. Next person, oh, is it bad? I said 15, you can do 1,000, sir. Next person, please. Nathan? Uh, hello, hello. Yeah, I'm an uh, entrepreneur. I'm doing the entrepreneur right now. For the entrepreneurship, uh, you need to uh, file LLC, right? Only LLC can be done in the entrepreneurship. Corporation needs to be done, though. So, okay, are you speaking about so, entrepreneurship visa and you need to have a sponsor, a funder? No, the, are you uh, aware I of mean, it? H4EAD, is entrepreneurship we can do, right? Uh, H4EAD. H4EAD, H4 you can do anything you want to. It doesn't have to be a LLC. It can be a doing business as. It can be LLC. It can be anything. I mean, there are a lot of ways to do business, though. LLC is one way of doing business. Incorporation is one other way of doing business. Okay. So, okay. so but uh, when when we do the company registration and all, we need to have SSN and the H4EAD. That's enough, right? That's enough to do that. That's enough. That's enough if you want to do that. Yes. Okay. okay. Next question. And the tax filing also end of the year, correct? You have to check with the accountant about it, though. I would not interfere into the tax filing. Okay. 
Hi, Rahul. Thanks for everything you do. Uh, my question is, sure. uh, I don't know if you got a chance to see my Go question. Ahead. I'm a green card holder and I'm uh, asking about what would be the process if I marry an Indian citizen who is living in India, how long would it take to bring them to US as a dependent because I'm a green card holder? Um, and the follow-up- Two to question, three years. Three years. Okay. And the follow-up is- uh, They I'm, can't come on a visiting, they cannot come on a visiting visa. What if I find meet somebody who is already in the U.S. in the visiting visa? That's different. That's completely different. Then if I marry them while they're in, in the U.S. on visiting visa? Mm -hmm. Then you'll be good. Then you'll be in a good shape. Right now, it's a little bit backlogged right now. Uh, let me check the backlog right now. So let's see. F to A, India, F to A, Superman T. It's backlogged by about three to four months after the marriage, though. And if you don't get it, you can always move on into student visa, though. Okay? Okay. Oh, the, the backlog is for uh, Form 130. Right. You can do one thing. If she's on a visiting visa, you can convert into a student visa, then get married to her, and then file the 485 application for her. Okay? Got it. And uh, if, again, uh, if they're in India and you know, the process takes three years, I understand that it goes through embassy, but during the three-year uh, three wait period, can they travel to US on visiting visa to visit the husband? Absolutely not. Okay. Next person, please. Thanks. Babu? Hey, Rahul, the question, uh, I'm a US citizen and we are trying to apply green card for my parents. So can we apply while they are in India or should they be in US and is there a preference? I would prefer them to do it here though. Okay. 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 From a timing perspective. The reason, right. Yeah. I will tell you what, what's the reason, Babu. Remember mm -hmm. I was telling the other guy who is getting married to a, uh, to a lady in India. Uh -huh. And while the process is going on, they cannot come into this country. If okay. your parents are already here in the country, though, I mean, the process will take two to three years. They cannot enter into the country, right? While right. if they are here in USA, though, you can just get them the adjustment of status file here. It's easier to get the green card here rather than waiting there for three years. You see my point, what I'm telling you? Yeah, yeah, makes sense. However, they cannot come into the country with an intention to apply for the green card. I've seen people coming here with a one-way ticket to one-way ticket to USA saying that I'm going to settle there and they will be deported if they find out that thing. You got the point? So the yeah. best way for them is let them come on a visiting visa and once once they come here, they can change their mind. I will try to call you and explain you in the phone call about this process, okay? Sounds good. Thank you. Next person, please. Uh, hi, Rahul. I uh, posted my question there. Uh, it's regarding DS-160, mm -hmm. actually. So I created this uh, DS-160 number um, like uh, almost a month back, 15th November, actually, uh, after they changed some kind of rules for DS-160. But I wasn't able to finish it on time, but I was able to get an appointment based on... Yeah, I want, you to, I, want, yeah I want to get a new appointment because I don't want to go with the new... If you can't change the old DS-160, if you can't fill a new DS-160 and link with your appointment, I want you, I yeah. don't want you to go with the old one. The reason if you go with the old one, they're going to research on the expired H-1B at that point of time. Okay? 
uh okay but, but because like uh, i didn't put my uh, i797 number in that uh, uh ds160 i just created that number and used it to so uh, there is none there is there is no there is no i797 details at all i don't want you to go with that appointment which doesn't have i797 at all okay okay because and actually my b2 visa is then getting expired so like what what would you recommend like um so the thing is like my new what do you mean b2 visa you are I here hope... in usa you are here in usa right what visa you are here right now currently i'm on b2 which is expiring on jan 3rd i changed status from h1b to b2 uh, after i lost my job uh, but why can't yeah. you move to h1b right now so my employer is going to file for the h1b after my b2 gets over which is in january there they're saying like they don't why, have uh, you know like why administrative can't you change to h1 to why can't you change to b2 to h1b is my question so my employer is saying new employer is saying that they don't have administrative staff to start the process right now which will be there in like january uh, so, it's very confusing what you're telling through I don't know why you have to go outside the country and change the status though. I don't know why you can't do the change of status here in the United States. Uh, Suti, I'm allowing Bhavani to ask a question. Okay. Go ahead. Bhavani, you have a um, question? Yes. My original, my husband's origin, uh, my husband's 140, I-140 was approved in 2012. But in 2019, mm -hmm. my husband's company got acquired and my his position changed they applied the new perm process and it got mm -hmm. denied and they applied a new perm this year in september 2023 mm -hmm. so his, mm -hmm. his my current h1b like h4 h1b his h1b is expiring on september 2024 can i apply for 3 years extension 6 months before my h1 his h1b expired along with my h1 and his you can years. try you can try but they may uh -huh. only give one year extension, ma'am. Okay. The reason is, what is the priority date of your husband? 2012. For the first Which one. Month? For the first Which initial month? iPhone. Which month of 2012? January, January, sorry. Yeah, they may only give one year, ma'am. Okay. The so can I apply three? That you can apply, but they may give you only for one year. Okay. So six months, can I apply prior to six months? No, you cannot apply prior to six months, ma'am. But oh. why are they not filing the 485 application with the existing application, though? They're not with doing it. We, yeah. That looks to be a very <laughs> bad company. You should, you should have moved out of the company a long time ago. I don't know why you're yeah. sticking with that company. I know, but we don't have an options much, so we stick here. So, so yeah, now you're saying that you need, your husband need to polish his skills and move to a different company. This company is a very, very, very bad company. Next person. So we have. Are oh, you sure? Thank you. Um, I have a couple of questions. I have written down uh, in the Google sheet. The yeah, first Kishore, one is: ahead. You uh, want to file helping yeah, uh, yeah. in the F one visa? F1. Okay. Correct. So we discussed on Thursday's call, Rahul, and I think you asked someone to reach out to me. I have not got any email so far about it. So I appreciate if someone can reach out to okay. me. I have written my okay, email can, address. Yeah. Can you? Can you? Um, Gayatri, can you drop an email to him and call and confirm that he received the email? Gayatri. Yeah. We will. Gayatri, can you unmute yourself? Shruti.
Yes, Rahul. Shruti, are you there? Yes, Can you make sure you confirm he received yes, the email? I'll call okay, him and please check one, with him. Yeah. Rajkumar, go ahead. Next person, please. Hey, sorry, I've got yeah. one more question. Sure. Rahul. Uh, go ahead. The second one is, I'm on L1 visa, L1A visa, and I want to um, mm -hmm. pursue EB1. So I have been a function mm -hmm. manager, people manager in India, and even in US, I'm a people manager. Uh, but my mm -hmm. company is not ready to file a EB1. Okay. So can I file the EB1 on my own? Or do I still have to EB1, have support? EB1, EB1C or EB1A, there are two different things though. EB1A, you can file by yourself. But EB1A, I want you to look into the qualifications required for EB1A. Gayatri, send him a consultation, send him a consultation for EB1A for him, okay? Sure, Rahul. And, uh, and, uh, and what you do is that for EB1C, only company can file. Like the functional manager or manager thing, only the yes. company can file. You cannot file it by yourself. Okay, but even if my manager supports that, is is that fine or do we need... Um... No, that is... No, company. company. Company has to support. Manager is not good enough. Okay, fine. Thank you. Next person. Rajkumar. Rajkumar. Okay. Um, so, Rahul, I have a question. I filed H4 to F1 conversion for my son and that is denied because I missed to file the RFE. And my H4 is now expired. His H4 is also expired now. So can I reapply it or I cannot? I'm sorry, I got cut off. You said you okay. applied for F1 conversion and then what happened? H4, H4 to F1 and sorry. that is denied H4 to H1. today. Yeah. Why was, why H4 was it denied though? Normally, uh, why was it denied? We yeah. normally don't see a denial. Yeah, actually I filed online and they uh, I, I missed the notification. They sent me the RFE. But I did not file on time, so they denied it. Oh, come on. And did he already turn 21? Uh, come on. No, he is not 21. He's still, he can go on H4, but his H4 is expired. So I, can I reapply that within the U.S.? Or not? Ah. No, he has to go for stamping. Stamping. So I have an yeah. appointment in Mexico for him. So how many days he can stay because he's, he's out of status as of today? Yeah, I mean, when is the appointment? Appointment, actually, I uh, I am trying for emergency, so maybe within a week I am trying to get the appointment. Hello? Uh, yeah, if he's, uh, he should not stay more than 180 days. Okay? One second, okay. give me one second, okay? He should okay. not more, stay more than 180 days, but I would recommend to move as soon as possible, though. Okay. And his out of status will count when H4 expired or when we got the denial today? When the F1 got denied. Out of status okay. is different. Unlawful presence is different. Unlawful when his F1 got denied. Okay. And sir, uh, he has a U3 visa pending. So will it uh, make will it make him eligible for a stay here? Uh, I don't know the U visas that much. Sorry about that. Okay. Okay. Next okay. Okay. No problem. Thank you. Srinivas. Um, hi, Rahul. Uh, sorry. Uh, Rahul, um, well, I have one question. Um, is I am an H1B. Uh, because of client change, my company filed an uh, H1B amendment. It is in uh, pending with the USCIS. Uh, only thing is, um, right now, whatever the client uh, it is amendmented, because of budget issues, they release the from the project. 
So now I'm on a bench, for example, if something goes wrong, the company may not uh, keep me for a bench for a long time. Can I use a grace period even if the H-1B is, uh, amendment is pending with the USAS? So let me ask you, when they are on the bench, are you getting paid or not? Uh, I'm paid on the bench, maybe a month, not more than that. Okay, so even if the amendment is there, uh, when is your current I-94 expiring though? Uh, the currently, and I mean, most recently approved petition is, uh, I mean, approved uh, I-94 we have is uh, 2026. Once you stop getting paid, you can start counting the 60 days from that time, even if the amendment is pending. Oh, okay. It's just like uh, any other approved case also, not a uh, problem right. with the pending case. Okay. So once it is stopped the that paying, is. I'll... I will take the last once it starts, it counts the 60 days. Okay. Once the page starts, 60 days. Okay. I have one other question. Okay. Okay. I got it. So what is the, uh, let's say in 60, in 60 days, I, I did not get any uh, job offer or anything. So I will be in a player, right? Want so, B2. B2. Want B2. Okay. How many days are uh, you Can you, like... you start the thing and then send in the B2 consultation? Good. Sorry. Go ahead. Rahul. Uh, Good, sir. No, actually, sorry, I was asking. I, 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 it was not clear. So, are you able to um, help us with the B two B, sir? Absolutely, we will. Okay, my team is going to send an email to you. Okay. okay my team okay, is going to send you. an email. Sure, the last caller today. Hi. Okay. Hi. Hi, Rahul. Um, my H one B is expiring um, in September twenty four. Um, um, uh -huh. I want to I want to check if I can apply six months before my H one B expires, and can I apply premium processing for myself H four and H four EAD together? Absolutely, that is a very good idea. So, so that your wife will not be having an interruption in the employment. But I I, I heard that H four and H four EAD does not have the premium processing. Am I wrong? No, Did no, no, no. Let me explain you. If you apply H1, H4, and EAD, you only pay one fee. But for the H4 and EAD, they automatically approve in premium process. Oh, okay. Because the three years back when I did it, they took six months for H4 and H4 EAD. Right. At that time, the rule was different. Now the rule has changed. Oh, okay. okay. Wonderful. That's good to know. Thank you. Okay, then. Thank you. Thank you, guys. The next Zoom call will be tomorrow at 4.30 p.m. Central Time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.